never had Rasta pasta. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not a concoction that I'm like um, attracted to and I'm waiting for somebody to make it in a way that makes me want to taste it. Have you had it before? I, I have. You like it? I like, I like Rasta pasta. Sorry, I've seen like some people on Instagram make it, like random people, and it looks good, but eh, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I've learned that everybody makes it different. Um, there is this black-owned business in Linden called uh, Blended Flavors. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. They make the best Rasta pasta, in my opinion. Rasta pasta is Alfredo with jerk, right? It could That's be the it idea. Could be, it could be, yeah. Or are you talking about the, the seasoning or the meat? No, just what it is. The concoction, I believe, is Alfredo pasta mixed with jerk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that in itself just sounds gross to me. It is delicious. I got to try it, though. Yeah. If somebody makes it really good and moist, because I don't like my pasta dry. Pause. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll try it. Maybe I'll go there. Blended flavors. And Blended blend flavors. It's mm. black owned. Black owned. Um, who are like, what type of food do they serve? Soul food. Oh, okay. Soul food. I don't really like, you like soul food? No, but you know what? I like that pasta pasta. They have good food there. You like fried chicken? Yeah. The only soul food I like is fried chicken and mac and cheese. That's it. You know, there's a, there's a certain way Haitian people make mac and cheese and I love it, but it's considered to be dry. It's and, considered uh, to be dry. dry. Yeah. Are you talking about the old gratin kind? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then um, there's like this way that... Uh, I feel like everybody makes that differently too. Because I've had some that I don't like. Right. I don't... Some people try to make it creamy and I don't like it like that. So you like it drier? Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, like there's like the yellow mac and cheese with the elbow where people just boil the noodles and just throw cheese on it and put it under the oven. Mm -hmm. I think that's disgusting. It's Perlene's is really good. Perlene is the queen of mac and cheese. And uh, you got to taste hers before you make an opinion, a final opinion. Of just throwing the cheese on? Because I'm sure I she mean, makes... I mean, she mixes it, but she doesn't... It's it's traditional American macaroni and cheese. So she doesn't make the, the, the sauce, the cheese sauce? She does make a sauce, but she... See, that's I don't, different. But it's not like... I'm not going to give her recipe away, but she does mix it and stuff. Yes. It's not just like throwing cheese on dry noodles, but yeah. nobody does that. Yeah, know? actually, I saw I, one time I saw Jean do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really looking at you trying to figure out who you were talking about. Um. Anyway, I was like, Jean, please <laughs> like season the noodles or something, bro. <laughs> Yo, if you make macaroni and cheese by boiling noodles and just putting cheese on noodles and putting it in the oven, you should be shot. Don't, and like your knee, in your kneecap. We don't. Yeah. We don't want to shoot Jean in his kneecap. Or your elbow. Because he got muscles. That's that's his recipe. <laughs> not um not anywhere else. Not like fatally. Uh, with a uh, Nerf gun. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or a water gun or a BB gun. Yeah, yeah. Let's shoot Jean um, with a water gun. Um. But anyway, welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. I'm your host, Jernique. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney, and I'd like to apologize for my absence last week, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> You were invited. No, I was not. Well, <laughs> what actually happened was um, me and Perlene had plans to go out. And I wish I could tell you guys about that night, but I will not. Um, me and Perlene had plans to go out. So I had asked her to do the show. And I know you're a busy guy, James. Like, you always got things going on. 
So I figured you would be. Uh, how about you save the drama for Mama Denise? <laughs> I figured you would be like really happy that you didn't have to come, you know? Save the drama. And it was a really good episode. Did you listen to it? No, I you did didn't. not. I was, I, was, I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. But happy Monday to all you folks out there listening. Um, how is everybody doing? Um, we're halfway through October. Can you believe it? This this month is booming. No, for real. It's like flying by. The slowest year has a has that one month that's just flying. And you think this is it? And it's, this is like, to me, this is like the longest month. I mean, I know December is going to be long too, but... No, nah, this is flying by because the other day, I remember I paid my uh, credit card and, and today I looked and it was like, this 18th was today, the 18th or 17th? Today's the 18th. Oh, yeah, yeah. 19th, really. Or 19, whatever it is. But yeah, this is moving. Um, what was I've been phoneless since Tuesday, and I did not think that I could survive like this long without a phone. And how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm actually going crazy. Um, I don't like getting messages from you when it says like Jernique at Gmail. <laughs> or, uh, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, thank God for my other devices in which I'm able to text from. But I know it's ghetto. I know it's ghetto receiving um messages from my Apple ID. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, actually, when it first happened, I was cool. Like, I read um this book in like a day. I was doing like my work for school, putting grades in for the kids. So I was like very productive. And then once Friday hit, I was like, nah, I need my phone. So you had to keep your laptop near you? Um, I, I kept my iPad near me. Uh-huh. But like the first day, I didn't even I didn't even do that. That's why I got so much done. Um, I just was not getting messages. If I wasn't on the computer or on the iPad, I, would, I wouldn't get messages. But now um, I'm just thinking about all the calls I could possibly be receiving. Um, I've been applying for like some part-time jobs and things like that. So if they want your girl, like I'm not going to know. Um, and then I didn't realize like my alarm in the morning, like getting up was so dependent on my phone. Going out and exercising was so dependent on music. Like I'm not going to take a five mile walk in silence. I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. So, um, hopefully I'll have a phone soon. I should have a phone in less than a week. And if you need her number, it is, uh, <clears throat> 908. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. Like my mom, my mom's the same way. My mom, we don't have a house phone or anything and she doesn't watch TV. All she does is use YouTube on her phone. If she goes five minutes without her phone, she snaps. Really? Does yeah. she use WhatsApp? Yeah. She uses all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't get on WhatsApp. I can't do anything. But the people who need to know how to reach me know how to reach me. So I guess it's not that bad. You know, it's not that bad. But anyway, we were just talking about how the month is going by fast. Um, we're in the fourth quarter of the year of the Hunger Games. Um, what do you think is coming for us <laughs> in the next three months? We're going to have a new president. Oh, this is true. It's looking good. And then coronavirus will be gone. You think so? By, I'd say maybe May. May of next year? Yes. Damn, that's a really long time. But as long as it goes away. 
I was really hoping that it would go away or become less of a threat before that so I could go back to work physically. I really feel like the Chinese are like, listen, when y'all get y'all stuff together. When we get a new president. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix everything. Um, do you think, excuse me, do you think Trump will really, really be voted out of office? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because, like, these things are just, there are people who, who like, at first wanted to see him president that are just not rocking with him anymore. But the funny thing is this guy is saying if he, if he loses, he's not leaving or something. He, he what might, does he, that mean? <laughs> isn't he going to go to jail or something? For taxes? He's going <laughs> to... I don't know, but I don't. I also do not believe that Trump only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. I don't believe that narrative. I think it's fake news. I do. I think that he paid the amount he's supposed to pay, or uh, you know, the amount that's fair. No, but I don't think it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I think that's kind of. I don't know. I think that's crazy. Um, but anything you know to to get. <laughs> Whatever point is trying to be, um, I don't know, distributed to the people. Well, you know the one thing I was always curious about. Um, that's the one part I wish like people could answer while listening. So, say if you're president now, and then um, you lose your supposed your what's supposed to be your second term, can you go back and run again? Hmm, I don't know. I've never seen anybody do I, that. I, I don't think. Anybody has done that, and I don't know if that's possible. Hmm, that's a good question. If you know the answer, please uh, DM Jernique. Yeah, let us know. Um, I'm curious. I would, I would believe the answer is no to that. Um, because yeah. I just, I all, I feel like it, it probably is a no no, and like, who wants to do that? Because if he's talking about he's not going anywhere, then I guess not. But yeah, but I do hope that he's voted out, but. I don't know. I'm looking forward to 2025 or 2024. <laughs> I want to see what other options we have after whatever happens if Trump is out. Because, like, I don't, I'm not here for Biden. He's my choice. But I'm here for, I think that by then, um, the world and people um, who have a little bit more substance and, like, um, I don't, I don't want to call it realness. I would hope that by then some more ethical folks would put themselves in positions to be able to run for president. Right, right. Um, so that we can have some really, like, some better choices. Um, and, and we could talk about real issues. Like, the debates are, like, a joke. Um, and I, I just, I've never noticed how the policies that we fight about are the same policies over and over birth control, women's rights, um, uh, taxes. Um, what else is there? Um, I don't even know, but they're so redundant. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't we argue about better stuff like funding in inner cities? Um, I, I know this year, like racism is a topic now because of what's happening, which is good, but we need to start discussing some different things, like when it comes to moving our nation in the in the in a better direction. Sure. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm not here. I'm not here for anything politics. Um, but if you would have listened to last week's episode, you would know that we did a little bit of a deep dive 
into that. But you didn't listen because you don't support this show unless you're on it. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> you agree or you don't? You're just going to stay silent? I'm waiting to move on because that's not true. That's false accusations. So why didn't you listen to the show? I forgot. You forgot? Mm -hmm. Monday comes every week. Yeah, but no one like no one promoted it or anything. What? I didn't hear anything about it, so yeah. Um. Anyway, so do you have any goals for 2021? I got plenty of goals. Um. I was talking to Geraldine and she was telling me how I think somebody had a a vision party, vision board party. Okay. Um, and I thought it was kind of cool and unique to be having a vision board party now because I think that we always do them in January, mm -hmm. um, which is cool. But isn't this the time you should be planning yeah, for your 2021? Yeah, before the year comes. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um, so what do you have planned for your life? Um, I don't, I can't really say. You know, real G's move in silence like lasagna, <laughs> as I stated before. So, yeah. I, I know somebody that, like, talks about how she's, like, moving in silence, but she announces it on social media. That's, that's half of social media. <laughs> a private life is a happy life until I tell you all of my business. <laughs> so, I'm not really trying to do all that. But let's just say I have big plans, and when you see them, you see them. Like, Ooh. I like that talk. Mind, That's spicy. Mind your business, Geraldine. <laughs> That's that's real spicy talk. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, when you see me, you see me. I do, I have goals. I just want to make money in 2021. I want to make money. That's that's my only goal is to so make money so I could pay off my debt. Did you um, did you know? Did you know? I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. That there are what 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. And that means there's like what fifty two weeks in a year, right? Yep. Three sixty five, right? So if you take two days out of the week times fifty two, that's one hundred four days, right? Mm -hmm. So if you do three sixty five minus one hundred four, mm -hmm. that's two hundred sixty one days okay. of work that you need to be doing. And you take two days off; those one hundred four days are two days of rest. The other days are five days of working within a week. So if you do 261 times 400, that is $104,400 a year. With a part-time job? Is that what you're trying anything, to say? Anything. Right, if you right. are looking to make six figures, you need to figure out how to make $400 a day. Only two days. Five days. Oh, five days. Um. Yeah. Um. Even like I I I applied like for a part time job at a retail place and I was like dreading it. I'm actually gonna do more applications, but I was like, why am I doing this? People are gonna see me. That's my biggest issue about working in retail. I do not want to see people when I'm at work. I don't want, but I'm not like my thing is like I'm not. Hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not prideful, but. I'm a little prideful. Like when I was 28 and me and Quats were living in East Orange, I was so broke. I've talked about that before. I like went through this spell of horrible decisions and I had to work at Total Wine. And 
Why are you laughing? J- because Joe, because it's funny to me. Number one, and what just popped in my mind is Geraldine used to always make fun of me because I, they're not their registers are not like a shoprite register where you have something to rest your back. Their registers are just out in the open. You just stand with nothing behind you. So I used to complain during that season about my back hurting every single day I came home from. And work. that was your full time job. No, oh. it was a part time job. Um, but it it got me to to get some things done. Anyway, now when I'm looking at, I'm applying a lot of places for a part-time job, but I'm also looking at retail because I have so many retail spots that are really close to me. Um, and I'm just, in my head, I was thinking like, what are you ashamed about? Like, who cares if people see you? You make a good salary as a teacher. If you do this job, like you don't even have to work three days a week and you could put yourself in six-figure zone. And, like, what's the problem? Who's going to make fun of you for making six figures? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know why I brought that up. I think it's because you was talking about money. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I feel like every day there's a little a little nudge of, of, like, moving me in the direction of, girl, don't worry. Just get whatever part-time job you could get. I think you should go work at Unique over there because they have, like, a basement where they hide people. So you just hide in the basement. <laughs> I wouldn't work at the. I actually love Unique, and I shop there, but not this one, not the one in um, Elizabeth. I've never actually even been inside. Oh, okay. Um, right. and I, I don't think I would ever go inside. Um, <laughs> I'm cool. Um, yeah, I'm good. So what were you, what were you talking about before we got here? Cause I don't remember. Um, you counted down all the days of the year because you wanted to give us a history lesson. Um, we're talking about, uh, goals for... Oh, yeah, goals for 2021. So, you say you just, you know, when you pop at, when you pop out, let the people see you. Um... Even if, um... Even if I didn't... I just wouldn't tell anybody what I'm doing anyway, because that's how I am now. Okay. There are people that just be like, yo, you're Tommy from uh, Martin. Well, Tommy (laughs) was a drug dealer. Was he? Yeah. Tommy was a drug dealer or he was on unemployment. One or the other. Um, He was definitely not working on stuff. Um, But why do you like the idea of mystique? Maybe that's not what you're doing, but that's what I'm going to call it. I don't know. I just feel like um, people don't really care about what I'm doing anyways. It's just like, I guess it's just the satisfaction to know, like, oh, he does that and that's it. Mm-hmm. But what, is, what else does that do? You know what I mean? Do you think that like people are inspired though by by some of your moves? I'm very inspired by some of your moves. Well, a lot of your moves. I mean, they can be, but at the same time, you know, I don't know if it makes sense. I just don't think that people would really care. Like, oh, he's a doctor, and they're like, all right, okay. But y'all heard it here first on the This Is Thirty podcast. James is getting his PhD in 2021, so look out for it. And, I, and it's not and it's not a player hated degree cause it's, <laughs> it's not and mace is not his um his professor <laughs> um but yeah so look out for his graduation day graduation party coming part two you already know october 31st you already know this year i'm having a halloween party this year yeah that's my graduation party you graduated next year we just told the people 2021 no, i said 2020 this year all right anyway i'm excited about my halloween party um, are you wearing a costume? Yeah, but I just don't know what I want to wear. 
Really? Yeah. So you're gonna be you're gonna be somebody? I think so. There's a prize for best costume. I don't think I win it because I'm not really good with that. Um, last year I talk about this all the time, but I don't care. I mean, not last year. The year before last, Pinky won. You know, Pinky mm-hmm. from Pinky from Friday. Right. Somebody came dressed as Pinky from Friday. I and, thought that was a real name. Um, no, and he won the gift card. Runner up was Joanna. Joanna came as Wilma. Wilma from, from the Scooby Flintstones. Doo. Oh. His wife, Fred's wife. Right. Yes. And she was really popping. But did she have a Fred? No, she didn't have a Fred. <sighs> um, and I'm going to be a cool costume this year too. But I'm actually waiting for my sister to my sister's supposed to coordinate with me. So I'm trying to get her to coordinate with me. But um my costume calls for me to be yatted. You know what that means? Like Indian? No, like tatted. So I tried, like, I got I got my fake tats yesterday, and I tried one on my hand, and it came out really good. So I can't wait until I get yatted. <laughs> I can't wait till I get yatted so I could be a cool, you know, whatever it is I'm going to be. Um, But what are we going to talk about next, James? You know, somebody told me that they, that they missed song association. So maybe we should play. Can you not be silent when I want to play a game? All right. What do you, what, what, All what? right. So we're going to play word association. We're going to do like a spooky version. Okay. okay? Since cool. it's October. Um, just give me two seconds to think of some words. Um, um, okay. So I have five words. That's a lot of words. Yeah, you'll get through them. Jeez. Okay. So first one. Very easy. Thriller. <laughs> Go ahead, come on. I'm trying to think. Say that Michael Jackson thriller. You gotta sing it. Why are you singing like a child? I'm singing like Michael Jackson. Um, wait, on that note, I'm watching one on one, right? On Netflix. One on one is now available on Netflix. And you know how Flex what Flex the main character of One on One played Michael Jackson in that horrible movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know on the show on their first Halloween episode, he also played Michael Jackson. I did not know that. But he looked so good on the show. I I don't know how whoever was his makeup artist for the show should have been his makeup artist for the movie because they did him so dirty for the movie. But um, anyway, that made me think of that. Okay, second word is crazy. I'm thinking Britney Spears. Crazy. I just can't. Hmm. That was my shit. Oh, that's a good one. I would not have thought that. You know what I was thinking of? Even though I'm not playing. Um, and Neo's like, young Michael, I'm Quincy, ho. I hit a code that broke the Da Vinci code. You know that song? No. It's Neo. It's Neo featuring Jay-Z called Crazy. Oh, okay. You know that song. No, I don't. Um, okay, next song, Scary. I can't think of it. 10, anymore. 9, 8, 7. I can't think. 1, 0. What you got? I don't really like this um, tone <laughs> that you're giving me. Um, I don't have one for Scary, but <laughs> I can't think of one. But you know what I am thinking of? 
um, boys to men. I mean, not boys to men. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But back they don't say streets, scary. back, all right. But they don't say scary in that. But that's the one where they had a scary video. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, why can't I think of a song with scary? Because there's no song that says scary. There's tons. There's probably somebody calling somebody with a scary ass. Like, there's probably one. If you know and you're listening. Oh, oh, DMX said something about scary. He said. And I'm out just like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in a bite. You thinking life? I'm thinking more like what's up tonight. That that doesn't have scary. No. Okay, so scary, you lost. Minus one point for you. Um, you couldn't think of one either, my guy. You didn't even know what you. Anyways, whatever. Um, me. Was that was that song by Maya? It's all about me, 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 me. You right. know what? Yeah, throwback. You know what? That's pretty classy. Your your one your picks are very classy. Yeah. Um. Okay, and the last one is nice. I just wanna take it nice and slow. <laughs> you are a nineties baby for real. Like Tell me, do you wanna get scared? <laughs> you know, point back. <laughs> okay, that was good. Um, you thought of songs that I wouldn't have thought about. I didn't have a so I didn't have a song in mind for me. And nice, of course I had um But what was the name of that Maya song? It's called It's All About Me. Oh, I didn't know the name. Yeah, I think with Cisco, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, Cisco was in that song. I love that song. Um, but that was a good October version of Word Association. Step one, open the bed of GM Sports. Are you Step playing two. the song? I, I would, yeah. Where else can you get on the spot content like this? For those of you who don't know. I used to love you some Maya. She's very pretty. Um, and um, I think she says she got blackballed from the industry. Really? And I think a lot of people think Jay-Z did the blackballing. But I'm not going to talk about that here. Because I don't, I don't, I stay out of rich people problems. Sure you do. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of rich people, why, I meant to talk about this last show when I brought up Tory Lanez with Perlene, but I never got to it. If you had a pending charge of shooting a superstar or someone on her way to being a superstar in her foot, would you just be out living your life so, like, unapologetically? If I knew I didn't do it, yeah. Wow. I didn't do it. It was the problem. Man. But, I mean, (laughs) but, like, why would somebody lie about that? Can we think of the ways in which that situation might have gotten misconstrued? Weren't somebody, was that you telling me that there's like all this stuff going on where, um, where like women are trying to do this thing where, you know, it's like, let's stand by each other and stuff. So she didn't want to bring down her friend. Yeah. It wasn't me who told you that. Um, cause I haven't heard nothing else. I just know her friend was oh, in no, the no. card. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh. My friend, uh, Rebecca, but she, yeah, something like that. It was like, so they're saying like, it wasn't really, that's why she, she chose to blame Tory Lanez. That's weird. I just feel like that's so odd 
And I'm just trying to figure out like why. But it I just feel like he is, you do bring up a great point. Like maybe he is out in these streets because he didn't do it. But I don't, I just don't see her lying on him and tarnishing somebody's career for what? Especially when it seemed like she was trying to protect him. Um, at first, like she just, I feel like she just wasn't trying to go public with it. Um, she was trying to protect and salvage whatever she could. I think that's the case because he didn't really do it. So you don't think he did it? I don't think he did it. What do you think happened then? Because there was like, there's like evidence, right? If you look at the, um, if you look at it, but if you, if you research it, she got shot in on her left foot, right? I think she said both feet. Like, I don't know if they were shooting to the ground and the fragments went to her feet or whatever, but she said she got, she was pierced in both feet. I I was, I believe it's the left. Okay. And in order for her to get shot, they're saying like when you shoot a gun, there's a gun residue left on whoever the shooter's hand is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's no residue left on his hand. And... She got shot on her right foot. I mean, on her left foot, opposed to her right foot. And then their friend was in the her friend was in the car in the back seat. So if Tory Lanez is the driver, and he shoots, he wasn't the driver. Who was the driver? There, his security guard. So where was he? He was in the car with them. In which seat? I think he. They were in the back seat. I think. I don't think. I don't know who was in the front. Or she might have been in the front, but she explains it. She says she got shot in both feet, and she said she got out the car. She was drunk, like, I guess they were arguing, and she's walking away from the car. And as she's walking away from the car, that's when she was shot. That's why she was shot in the back of her feet. So Tori wasn't in driving. Their security was driving. Okay, I was I was explaining something completely different. Mm-hmm. I was explaining Tori was driving. <laughs> And he shot. If if if, if he were to shoot her, it would have to have been her right foot. Because if you're pointing the gun down, you're gonna shoot towards. What are you talking about, James? Look, look, we're sitting next to each other right now, right? Okay. And this is the the center council, right? So now, say I'm driving, mm-hmm. Jernice in the passenger seat. If I'm gonna shoot her foot, your foot, I can't really shoot your left foot. I'd have to like go like this, right? <laughs> I'd have to like take my arm and hunch over a little bit to shoot to get to make sure that I'm shooting your left thank foot. Thank God, thank God you don't shoot people. Um, that's no, but one. I am. I am a detective. So what I so what I would do is I would just because you know us black people when we shoot guns we turn sideways, right? We don't hold it the way cops do at a at a zero degree angle. We hold it at a ninety degree. So I'm going to twist the gun, and I'm going to go bang, shoot your, but shoot you in your right foot. But she got shot in her left foot, and her friend was in the back seat, and they're arguing, right? So now let's say if I'm in the back seat, and I'm like, Jerry, you little B-word. I reach over with my gun. Look, I'm not going to shoot over that way. I'm going to shoot straight down, right? Towards your left foot, bang, shoot you in your foot on your left. So it was her friend that shot her. Thank you, Detective Stabler. Um, we Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James <laughs> We appreciate your breakdown. We appreciate your crime scene uh, <laughs> evaluation, but you are wrong because she was outside of the car. She was she's standing. Lying. 
Stop it though, James, because this is what me and Pearlene was talking about last week. Black men protecting black women. So even if you are joking, there's this element of why is she lying? And if she and if you're not sure what the truth is, don't don't call her a liar. I feel like it's best to just say, you know what? I'm still confused about what's going down, but I ain't gonna call her a liar. I'll tell you this. At this point, I don't mean to like I'm sorry to uh dismiss your uh conversation about this, but Ooh. I'm just happy that they did not shoot me. I don't really care. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, don't shoot me. But still believe back black women, protect black women. Yes. Even though they be lying sometimes. Yeah. But when they lie, we're gonna hold them accountable as well. Um all right, moving on to um I saw this post this week and like I feel like it was like probably safari dancing or somebody dancing and everybody was calling him gay and um why do people do that like with guys who just like to be silly have fun dance why do they always have to be gay because if it looks a little a little sus then that's what it is i don't know like how was he dancing he was just doing his pop lock stuff that he's always doing his Jamaican things. I also feel like culturally, like in Africa, men whine, men twerk. Like it's not a thing. Like, like they men twerk in Africa. Yeah, not twerk, but like they they like they twerk the opposite way. They make their butts bounce. Not their butts, but um, their their front. Like they do a little pop. <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to show James is funny, but they do a little pop like they do like I think they do dances that we would consider in America a little strange like you would be looking at. But culturally speaking, West Indian people, African people, they dance a little bit differently and everything is not sus. It's just culture. OK, but you got to remember, like he's doing this. Well, I don't know if I should say that because, you know, like you saw it on the Internet, you said. Mm-hmm. You saw it on social media. So social media is worldwide. So some places might accept it. But a bulk of it was not accepted, right? I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people clown him. And we had this conversation before about feminine things like men's get men getting facials, men getting manicures, uh, men doing things that is outside of the ordinary. And instead of just em- not embracing that man, but just saying, I... That may not be for me, but that don't mean he gay. Depending on the kind of facials, it is. <laughs> but um, Tell me which type of facials are gay facials. Please, tell the whole world which type. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's self-explanatory, Jernique. The gay kind of facials is <laughs> when a man gets skeet skeet on his face. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yo, shout out to Francis. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? You said what kind of facial is oh gay? Oh my gosh. You just asked And me. you're talking about male skeet skeet. What if it's female skeet skeet? Then it's not gay? It's not like, it's, it's very rare for a woman to skeet skeet that much on a man's face. Okay. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um but okay, but I'm talking about facials with an esthetician. Like are there like is a man taking care of caring about his outward appearance, his nails, like his toes. There is there is a thing where you could just if you take it too far, then I would say like if you if you get a facial and you got the cucumbers on the, on your eyes, bro, you don't need the cucumbers, bro. <laughs> you're you're toxic. No, I'm not. You are toxic. You, you just get the facial without the cucumbers, bro. Because if, <laughs> <laughs> if you get the cucumbers, you're taking it too far. If you if you get the cucumbers, you gay. I think about it, right? Like you see that earring you got over there? Our earrings, right? Oh, I have my ears pierced. So I'm okay with just stud earrings, and if I want hoops, I want small hoops. But if I'm walking around with big hoops like that. But what if a man wants to start this trend? And what if he loves that's, women? That's, that's just that's the woman's thing for big hoop earrings. Don't Michael Jordan still have his hoop earrings? Yeah, but it's not that big. This is why I like Dennis Rodman. Because he did his own thing. You think Dennis Rodman is gay? I think he's bisexual. If you... Oh, seriously? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because there's no way. Like, so men are not allowed to be creative. Men are not allowed to be. What about Young Thug? Do you think Young Thug is gay? What did he do? Um, Maybe Google him. Google what he looks like. I, know, I think I, he's very eclectic. Isn't he the one that's like. Yeah, either him or Roddy Rich. They, they sound exactly the same to me. Um, But yeah, I think I think he looks eclectic. There's a lot of men who I think are just uh, like strange. Cisco, what about Cisco? Did you think Cisco was a straight man? I thought he was straight. Is he? I think he is straight, but he was different. Cisco had platinum hair. He had three earrings in his ear. Like he was the epitome of a just a guy who who decided to be himself. You know, it's funny that you bring up Cisco. This is completely off topic, but um, when I was younger, this um, one of the, the guys that in my neighborhood, he was just a jerk. He was an asshole. He was a bully. And um, my dad used to walk around with sandals, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad has really ashy, dry feet. Mm-hmm. And they're like the bottom of his feet are cracked. And I don't know if it's like a disease or not a disease, but like whatever. But his feet were always just ashy, right? So... My dad would come outside and watch us play basketball. And the dude would be like, you know, look at Boney's father's feet. <laughs> He's talking about my dad's feet. And everybody would laugh. And then his mom had short blonde hair. And I was like, at least my mom don't look like Cisco. And he got <laughs> mad. And he wanted to fight. Did you fight him? <laughs> nah, but I just thought it was funny. You know, his mom looked like Cisco. Thank you for this random story. <laughs> Um, but you talking about even your dad wearing sandals. My dad wears sandals. And okay. he doesn't wear sandals when he's on vacation. Because I feel like a lot of guys get in their sandal bag on vacation. But if but if you go to like a day party or you're not going to see in New Jersey, you're not going to see guys with sandals on. Let's be serious. No. But so, my, dad, my dad didn't wear the thong sandals though. My dad wears sandals. He wears manly sandals, right. but he wears sandals, and he wears them all the time, whenever he wants to. To some people, if you did that, they would be like, 
yo, he's gay. But why? Because, like, I feel like the sandals thing is like a generational thing. That's true. But it, it doesn't have to be. It does. It doesn't have to be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like if I saw somebody wearing sandals. In your age group at the club. Thong sandals. You would be like. Or uh, sandals with all his toes out. <laughs> like, for what? It sounds so funny. But if you, as soon, I'm trying if, to. As soon as you put on socks, it's masculine. Oh, my God. You're toxic. You are a toxic individual. Okay. So before we leave today, because we're about to wrap up this podcast, um, I found this list online. And the list is called Six Things Women Wished. Um, hold on. It's called Six Things Women Wished Men Knew um, When Dating. Hmm. Um, so we're going to go through the six lists. So number one is women are attracted uh, to men who are proactively on their journey towards wholeness. Towards um, completing themselves? Yes, towards completing themselves. I would say I agree with that um, because I think that so many times, like women, huh, I don't know how to explain it, but we, we fall in love with projects. Mm-hmm. Like, And a guy has to really be dedicated to completing himself and fixing himself before he enters into a thing. Even I though, agree. even though people are like you, uh, we're all ever evolving. Oh, what's what's that word? What am I trying to say? Evolutionalize. Yeah, we're <laughs> all. <laughs> that's not it. Um, we're all. Um, I think evolving was. Yeah, whatever. The right choice. We're always growing and changing. Blah blah blah. So, I just feel like a guy should kind of have some stability inside. Not mm-hmm. financially, but mentally, before they try to do Like, this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to do. Right. And get it done. Right. Um, I, we, I, I can see how that's attractive. So you agree. Do you feel, or have you felt like that in the years, like, um, uh, like before dating, have you tried to have some things mentally on straight before you engage in, like, a courtship with a woman, or you don't really care? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely important. Um, I have a question. So if you are not mentally ready for something, are you, do you take a different approach to how you deal with women? If I, if, it depends on like how bad I want it. How about, how bad you want what? Like if I would like to date a woman and I'm like, I don't have this and I don't have that. If I really want to date that woman. You'll wait. I will go, I'll try my hardest to go and get it. Okay. And and we're not talking about materialistic things, just like... Whatever it is. Oh, okay. If I find myself, if I find myself as a toxic person and I want to change to uh, being more humble and I know that the woman loves a humble person... You're going to do the work. If I'm, if I'm really that dedicated to getting her. Okay. I will like seek change. But if it's a woman who you are not uh really interested in seeing long term with, you're not gonna care if those traits last What do you what do you think the answer is? Yeah, that's not fair. But what about you? What would you do? I don't know. I don't 
I don't know. Because I really feel like I'm perfect, you know? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I honestly don't know. I don't think that... I feel like because you just have to be upfront. I think that if you're upfront with the things you struggle with, and I know nobody wants to be vulnerable in the beginning, um, but I just feel like if you're upfront about things... And and you were just asking about if it's someone that I'm not that really interested in. Not somebody that you're not interested in, but well, yeah, well, you don't somebody have, like, not long intention. term, right? Right. So I think it's in our minds as men. It's like, listen, you're going to get this dick the way I give it to you, mm. and the bottom line. <laughs> That's sad, um, but I believe you. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe you. Um, so. But if it's like something you cherish, you're like, you can't get this dick like this. Not like this. You deserve better. <laughs> you deserve better dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, number two on this list is women want men to be over their exes. Can I get an <laughs> amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> I think that's very important. Um, I think it's important. I wish I could, like... uh. Damn, I wish men like could control their attractions because I feel like if you're still in a healing place from your last relationship, I do not think that you should actively pursue women. What if you are over your ex or exes, but the person that you're seeing is not over your exes? Well, that's something very different. And I do think that if they're not over your ex, there's probably a reason why. What do you think the reason is? Um, I don't know. It could be like habits or behaviors that they see in you. Um, maybe your discomfort with addressing certain things. We live in a social media age, so like it could be photographs that still exist. Um on maybe the ex's page, you know, so you wondering, oh, why she still got pictures up of y'all if y'all been done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues that can um can can arise. Um but that's actually a good question. That's a good twist to it even though I was talking about right. the man, but I I think that many times when men are healing, they still actively pursue other women. And I think that I think that if something happens naturally, like out of the blue, that's cool. While you're healing, that's fine. But don't actively go shooting your shot and you know you're not in a spot where or a place where you're healthy or even really over your ex to do so. I agree. I don't yeah, I don't think that's uh, but I I don't feel like you guys is uh the inner workings of you work like that. Well, I can't speak for everybody, but like, if I'm over something, I'm over it. Yeah, but if, but if you're I'm... not over it, would that stop you? If you're broken up and you know you're not going to get back with that girl, but you're not necessarily completely over it, is that going to stop you from hollering at a beautiful girl that you see at the club? I, I would say yes. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And that's a very, that's a very mature thing. I, that's just, the, I know I, that's how I think. Yeah, if I'm that's like, just you. Um, if I'm not completely over somebody, I'm, you know, if, if someone tells me like, look, it's not happening, I'm, I'm very, I don't have a disciplinary problem. Okay. You don't have to tell me things twice. So if you say James Boney, we're done, it's over, let it go. 
You don't have to tell me that again. Okay. I mean, it, it, I just, I have something in my brain. I have a switch where it's like, you know, I turn it off, right? Have you ever dealt with heartbreak? Yeah. And how long did that keep you down and out? A few months? Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't like, I didn't set a time frame, but. If you had to think back, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So next thing on the list is women want men to communicate, not carry an interview. I feel like that's the same thing, not just relationships, but with any kind of friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be asked questions. Yeah. I hate being asked questions. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not, we're not having a conversation. It's just me. You're just asking me questions. It's like I'm trying to get to know you. No. When you can feel the, when you can feel the. The rigidness of it. Yeah. It's very awkward. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot of people... Uh, <sighs> a lot of people do this and they get no pushback and they get frustrated. Right. And I feel like your approach is horrible. Right. Like he's he or she is not going to... Like, that. it's corny. It's that, horrible. That 50 Cent 21 Questions, I hate that song. <laughs> I love that song, but... Um, and those are better questions than they ask you in real well, life. Because <laughs> it's usually like, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, are you looking for something serious or something chill? Um, What's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's stupid. Um, I do think that you should. I think Perlene said it last episode too. like Because we were talking about men kind of asking like, what do you bring to the table when they're talking to women? And she was just like... Sometimes you just have to get to know a person. Pay attention to their behaviors. Pay attention to the things that are important to them, and you're going to learn about them. Does she like, feel like that's what men ask her? She said that somebody had asked her that. Oh. Um, yeah. That was like a frequent question for her. Um, so who do y'all men think y'all are asking pearls this? <laughs> right? Okay, number four on the list is women want men to specify if the first outing is a date or not. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know about this. But I did watch this thing on um, Instagram. And um, this girl was like going off. And she was basically saying, um, she was like, a guy asked her out on a date. and Or out asked her out somewhere. She was basically clarifying the difference between talking and dating. And how she doesn't know why this generation has created those two things. It, they're stupid. Um, and she was highlighting the fact that if you're effing, you're just effing. But if you go out with me, you are dating me. Like, if you have taken me out, you are dating me. Um, what is this talking thing? And then um, she said that a guy asked her out on a date. And she she told her, she told him, I'm not really ready to date right now. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he was like, I, I'm not trying to date you. I just asked you to go out. And she's like, you asked me to go out, that's going on a date. Like, what do you, what do you, conf like, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I'm not trying to marry you. Like, when I say I'm not into dating, it just means I don't want to, you get what she's saying, right? But then he's thinking dating as in, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. I guess that's what he's thinking. But I understood what she said. She was a little hostile in her delivery, which made her seem really pressed. Um, but I understood what she was saying. I think she was just saying... If you ask me to go out, I'm going to assume that you're trying to date me or trying to get to know me. 
Like, why are y'all so afraid of this dating word? It doesn't mean I'm going to marry you tomorrow. It doesn't mean you're going to become my boyfriend tomorrow. But it is dating. Throughout the years, we've just taken terminology and just, you know, it's, it's become misconstrued. Because I remember in, um, I remember when I was in eighth grade, this girl just moved into town. And then we had a, we had our school separate. Uh-huh. And one of my boys... He, everybody was like, who is this girl? And we're at a basketball game. This girl was like walking around. And my, it turned out she was my, one of my friend's girlfriend. Right? Mm-hmm. And then um, a couple of months later, they broke up. And it was like, not even a couple of months. It was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like two months, whatever. They broke up. And then when I finally was able to talk to him again, I'm like, yeah, what ha- whatever happened to you and that girl? And he was like, well, something happened where... Someone asked if we hooked up. And I said, yeah, we hooked up. And he's like, from what I learned, from what I knew, hooking up meant... We go together. You go out somewhere. Like, we met up somewhere. Mm-hmm. We hooked up and went to the movies, and which we did. But hooking up to them meant... Sex. Sucking dick or something. Right, right. So, they're like, oh my God, you and so-and-so hooked up. And he said, he's telling everybody that you hooked up. So, she broke up with him, and he said, he was like, damn, like... I didn't even realize what they were asking me. Mm. So there's like, there's just the words get misconstrued and it's it's just sad because like, I would like clarification. I feel like talking, if you're talking to somebody, that means you're on the phone with them or texting them. (laughs) No, dead ass. That's what she said too. (laughs) And if you're dating them, yes, you're going out on a date. And if you're seeing them, you're seeing them at night (laughs) (laughs) or or whatever the case may be. Okay. But we, we definitely need to clarify this because we're just messing everything up. And there's, yeah, we are, we, we are we, messing everything we, up. Yes. That's a very good but point. But I really think, I really think it's white people. White people definitely take our words. Did the hooking up thing. Because I feel like white people refer yes. to hooking up as sleeping with people. Yes. And like, I feel like to black people hooking up always meant like we met or it could, it could even mean like. It, it just meant like, oh, we Lincoln. Yeah. Like, and to white people, hooking up either meant like kissing or yeah. or or going full fledged. Or putting tongues in buttholes. But, uh, that's another story. Oh, my God. But either way, oh um, they're messing things up and we need to stop this. So how does a guy clarify uh, whether or not his... Because I feel like the example I just gave you about the guy saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like his ego was just hurt like um but like why do you have to respond that way he was he was ahead of himself he was full of it his his head was full of hot air he was like oh damn she's right she's sweating me like dude like he's just so how does a guy outline his intentions because you know i feel like i feel like nowadays no matter what you what your intentions are with the girl, you got to get the first date out the way. <laughs> well, what I'm the advice I'm going to give is like I feel like uh, with with men, we are very straightforward when we want to be. In other words, if we want to actually get with you and be in love with you and all that stuff, we're going to specify it. But if we just want to... It on the first... Before the first date? Like, whatever the case may be. If it's like, look, I want to take you out on a date, we'll say it just like that and then like... You oh, know, okay. Know you romantically. But whatever the case may be, if we want to say... If we, if, if we have a genuine meaning behind what we want to say, we'll say it. But if, if we don't know how to say it, we won't say it at all. 
and then go about actions to where it happens. Okay. So like, if I want to have sex, right? Okay. I'm not gonna say like I think we should have sex because that's gonna make you run away. I'm gonna do things. I'm gonna do things so that we can start having sex. Okay. But then when like, I'm you get what I'm saying? I'm not gonna come over. I'm not gonna come to you and be like, yo, we need to have sex. Like, I so think you guys are not. Okay. I think what you're explaining is it, in places where words are not clear yeah. or direct, actions will make up for it. Yeah. Um and. But that doesn't tell me about the other, the other part. So like, say you, say you just have a, I don't want to, I feel like every girl should know. So that's why in her case, I just feel like you wanted to take her out on a date, sir. And you got mad because she said she wasn't dating anybody. And she didn't mean that to offend you because I feel like I can't even bring up the example I want to. Cause if your friend asks you to go chill I feel like you know the distinction, even if they're the opposite sex, you know, like, you know, the distinction, you know, he's not trying to take me out on a date. You know, it don't matter where you go. Like you could go out to dinner. You could go to the movies. You kind of know when somebody's trying to talk to you or, or even sleep with you, whatever the case may be. So how do, how do, how will, there's no way to really clarify because they going to do whatever they need to do or y'all going to do whatever y'all need to do to get it done, to get whatever you want done regardless. Mm. I agree. Okay. All right. Next thing on this list, we only have two more. Um, women are nurturing by nature, but they like to be nurtured. I agree. Um, and I'm not nurturing by nature. Um, um, what does that mean? Like resting your head on my chest and like, it's okay. I, I think so. I think that what they mean is like affectionate by okay. nature. Um, and I don't, I'm, I would say more so I'm nurturing because this picture tells me affection, not necessarily nurture. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say I'm nurturing by nature. I'm not affectionate by nature. Um, but I like to be affectioned on. Does that make sense? I like to be affectioned on. I like to be affectioned on. I like to receive affection. <laughs> I like to receive affection, but I'm not always the most affectionate person. Um, but I do reciprocate affection. Okay. So, um, I guess this makes sense. I don't know. This that's pretty straightforward. Um, women find consistency to not be overbearing when the interest is mutual. That's an absolute positive. But that's the same thing for fact. men. Huh? That's the same thing for men. Um, no, I think that sometimes you guys find consistency to be a little annoying. If you're, if the, if the feeling is mutual, if you like a woman, you're not going to, even uh, if she's, even if she's the most annoying person in the world, if you like her, she's not annoying. Okay. But if you're like, damn, I don't think I'm I know men who think their girlfriends who they love are annoying. Do they really love them? Yeah. I had a girlfriend one time. I thought she was annoying, and I didn't really like her. Really? Yeah. Why was she your girlfriend? Because I thought I, I thought I liked her. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like, but yeah. I I do agree uh, that we find consistency to not be overbearing when the interest is mutual. I think though that this is hard to uh to to measure when you're dating. Um. 
Consistency, because consistency and overbearingness can be easily misconstrued. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's, I don't know. It's hard to determine that when you're getting to know a person, because I don't even know if I like you yet. Mm. And I could end up liking you, but your, your, your attempt to be consistent with overbearingness could run me away. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think consistency is absolutely a good thing, but you still got to, don't be annoying. Do you think hints are easily understood? No. I feel like, I feel like they kind of are. Hints? Like yeah. what type of hint? Like if you don't want to be bothered and a man feels like they can just bother you, like... Why do you think it's okay to bother me when I'm giving you hints like that? I don't want to be bothered. Like ignoring you. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Um, I feel like I feel like though sometimes a woman's ignore or like the woman's ignore. I feel like or a man. I feel like everything is not what it seems. So remember how I talked about rejection and not liking it and mm-hmm. not sending texts. You could have a guy that's busy, like that works a busy job. And because he doesn't answer your text for six hours, you could think that's a hint of him not wanting to um, talk to you. But really what it is, is that's just a busy guy. So early on, I feel like in the relationship, you're going to have to like comb through some things to figure out stuff. So... I don't know if hints are easily understandable because they could be they could be misunderstood. I feel like if you go on Instagram and you go on a woman's inbox and say, "Hey, I like to uh, you look good in that dress," blah blah, and you say all the stuff, and she doesn't respond, I think she just let it go, bro. But what if she double taps? She double taps and doesn't hope, say anything. Let's keep the hope alive. Let's keep the hope alive and find something else to say for her to actually respond. But if, if there's like, if there's no way, there's no response, nothing, and you waited 10 days and you keep on going back in their box and you're like, hey, hi. Uh, I, I just, uh, I think you, and you're just saying all this stuff in her inbox and you're not getting no response, bro. Let it go, bro. What if she's just saying thank you? Because compliments only go but so far. Okay, how many times are you going to tell me I look Well, nice? do something else instead of compliments. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, so if if all your attempts are going unnoticed, if they're going left, then just keep it pushing, bro. Um. All right. Well, I think that's our show. Um, we talked about some good stuff and we played word association. So thank you for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. How do I sound? Okay. Thank you for listening Crickets. to this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend, and another friend that they should like, subscribe, and share the podcast. We will see you guys next Monday. Enjoy your Monday. Be well. Be free. Be happy. And make sure you vote on November third. You're hurt. Peace out.